Welcome to the Eddie Height Podcast. I'm so glad you joined me today. I'm excited about this uh, series we're doing on Paul's letter to the church in Ephesus. Such powerful truths there that every believer needs to hear. So I, I hope that you are sharing these with your friends and on your social network so that others can get the benefit of these truths that we are sharing. Also, remember to check out our website, eddiehyatt.com. Uh, it's interesting. Let me see. Now, this is, uh, I'm, rec- I'm recording this on Thursday, and uh, this this has been, yesterday was, in the United States was July the 4th, the 247th birthday uh, of the United States of America. I have written a, a number of books about America, how it was founded on Christian values and principles, how it was birthed out of a great spiritual awakening, and how this same great awakening unleashed the spiritual and moral forces that brought about the end of slavery on this continent. And this is happening when slavery is being practiced in Africa, Asia, the Middle East, and in much of the world. So these books are available from Amazon. I'll just mention the name of two of them. One of them is called America's Revival Heritage. The other one is called 1726, The Year That Defined America. Very incredible, powerful truths that will bless you, inspire you, and help you. Well, Today, I want to pick up where I left off yesterday. I closed. We were talking about Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 14, where Paul said, He, talking about Jesus Christ, He Himself is our peace. And this is the kind of peace that comes about when two different parties lay down their hostilities and they are reconciled. And now, they, whereas there was once uh, hostilities and war, now there is peace. He himself is our peace. And uh, for Paul, the two great divisions in humanity were between Jew and Gentile, and that's what he's referring to here. But in Paul's mind, if Jesus Christ can bring peace between Jew and Gentile, he can bring peace between any two opposing parties. And and, and you can apply that in your own personal life, uh, whatever it may be on your job, your ministry, your marriage, whatever it may be, Jesus is, he is our peace. He is the source of our peace. So receive him, yield your heart to him, let his peace flow in you and through you. And I close talking about how that there were these dividing walls in the Jerusalem in the Jerusalem temple, there was a wall that only allowed Gentiles to go only so far. There was another wall that uh, it, it walled off an area for women. They could only go far. It was called the courtyard of the women. There was a wall to keep them from the temple area. And so uh, there were all these walls. And this is what Paul is alluding to when he said here that he has broken down the middle wall of separation. <laughs> and I I quoted a British uh, scholar, John Stott, who, who said something like this. He said, if Jesus has broken down the middle walls of racial division 
division between the sexes. How dare we build them back? And I mentioned, yeah, it just came to my mind. I was closing yesterday. The Southern Baptist Convention, they put up a wall to keep women at a distance, declaring that no church in their fellowship, their convention, is allowed to have a woman on, on its staff with the title of pastor. And I wanted to tell you a personal story how this, this uh, applies in a very practical way. Um, in, in years past, this would be back in the 1990s, I preached several times at a church called Stepping Stone down in Burleson, Texas, that was founded by a woman named Gloria Gillespie. And uh, when I preached there, I, I, you know, it was a, you know, it was a thriving church. I would say there were like three or 400 people uh, on a Sunday morning. And uh, as I said, uh, this woman, she had founded the church and had pastored it for years. And uh, I had been in, invited back to preach there again on a Sunday morning. And so on Saturday night, I was praying over something to preach. And God has revealed to Sue and to me a message and assigned us a message to preach about how that in Christ that women have been redeemed to the same extent as men. And God calls women to do anything and everything that he calls a man to do. A person's sex, being a man or woman, does not determine what they can do in the body of Christ. There may be other factors, but but it's it's not based on that. So as I was praying, I had I had said to myself, and sort of to the Lord, I think mostly to myself, you know, everybody loves Gloria to the pastor. I said, I don't need to address this whole thing about women in the church and how there is so much prejudice and animosity towards women in leadership because uh, people don't understand that they misinterpret. They don't understand the context of a couple of things that Paul said in a couple of his letters. And so there is a lot of animosity and opposition to women, especially being a senior pastor, as Gloria Gillespie was, the, the, the founder and the senior pastor. But I said, you know, that was my impression, having preached there a couple of times before. I, I don't need to address this. You know, they all love glory and so on. So, Lord, what would you like me to speak about? But I'm not going to speak about this. Don't ever tell God uh, to guide you. I'm not going to speak about this, but you give me something else. No, you have to be. we have to be totally yielded up to him. He is Lord. He knows what's needed in every situation. Well, I didn't get anything before I went to bed, didn't have any sense of direction. But in that night... I woke up the next morning having had a very vivid dream, and I knew it was from God. Let me just insert this. Every dream is not from God. Most dreams are not from God. God does and can and does speak through dreams, but this whole modern thing about every dream is from God and you need to interpret it, that is such a waste of time. That is such a a diversion. That is so wrong and can and can get people into trouble and distracted. I have had dreams from God. I would say maybe three or four in my lifetime, and in every situation, I knew it was from God. In this situation, I knew it was from God. 
I didn't know immediately everything that it meant, but it didn't take long for it to come together. But here was the dream. In the dream, I was there at the church the next morning where I was going to preach. And this was the thing about this dream. So many dreams, you know, that things are skewed and uh, distorted. But in this dream, everything was exactly as it is in real life. I was there in uh, the pastor's office. Uh, she was there. Her son-in-law, who was the associate pastor, was there. Uh, the administrator of the church was there. There might have been one or, one or two other people. And we were sitting there getting ready to go out on the platform on, on Sunday morning. Uh, they were having their praise and worship. And, and so uh, when we went on the platform, it would be in the last song. And then there would be some announcements and offering, and the service would be turned to me. Uh, there might be some like a special song by, by someone, a soloist or something. But probably in 15 minutes, I'm going to be speaking. So as they're singing the last song, Gloria stands up, which is the sign. Okay, we're going up on the platform. So everybody stands up. And this is a real dress-up church. Everybody's in their Sunday best. I had on a jacket and tie. Dress pants, jacket, and tie. And when we stand up to go on the platform, I look down and I'm shocked. There are no there are no shoes on my feet. I'm barefooted. I'm shocked. I can't believe this. How can this be? And uh, so I thought, well, maybe I pulled them off driving down here today. It was about a half hour drive from where we no, it's about a forty minute drive from where we lived in Ulysses there to to Burleson. So I rushed out to the parking lot to my van. Everything exactly as it is in real life. And I'm looking under all the seats and through all the van, and I don't I can't find the shoes. And so I am standing by my van, I'm looking at my watch, wondering, do I have time to, to rush home and get my shoes? But I look at my watch and I, I realize, no, I don't have time. They're going to be turning the service to me here in just maybe 10 minutes or so. And when I woke up, I was standing by my van just feeling so distressed and asking and saying to myself, how could I do this? How could I get all dressed up and come off without my shoes? Oh, and I was standing there thinking, well, you know, maybe I can just make a joke about it or something. Maybe I can just go in, go barefooted and make a joke. And then I'm thinking, no, that's not going to work. That's not going to go over. And I'm thinking, how could I do this? I can't believe that I got all dressed up and came off without my shoes. I woke up. I knew it was from God. I knew it was something about shoes. I remembered Ephesians chapter uh, 6, I think it's verse 17, where Paul said, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now, remember the scripture we started out reading? He himself is our peace, who has broken down the middle wall of separation. Well, I was drawn to this passage, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And I realized that, that what God was saying, the gospel of peace, is the gospel that, that Jesus has broken down these walls of separation, these walls of segregation, these walls of marginalization 
He has broken down all of those walls that we as people build up. He has broken them down through his death and resurrection. How dare we build them up again? He has broken them all down. And he, he calls it having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In other words, always having your shoes on and ready to declare that in Christ, those walls have been broken down. And, uh, and of course, when Paul uses in Ephesians 6, 17, it's a part of the arm of the Roman soldier. And uh, the Roman soldiers were known for being very mobile, being able to move at a moment's notice and, and cover uh, ground very quickly. And they even had special shoes, special walking shoes. And so Paul, as a part of the Christian spiritual armor, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and here's what I knew that God was saying to me, and it had to do with what I had said the night before. I'm not going to preach on this issue of, of, of how women have been redeemed to the same, same extent as men in Christ and are equal with men in every way and, and can serve in any position where God chooses to call them. And what God was saying to me, don't ever go anywhere without your shoes on. Don't ever go anywhere without being prepared and ready to declare that in me, the walls of segregation, discrimination, marginalization, that all of these walls have been broken down in me. Don't ever go anywhere without your shoes on, being prayer, being prepared to declare those truths. You see, the night before, I had taken those shoes off. Now, he didn't say you, you have to talk about this everywhere you go. His point was, don't ever say you're not going to talk about this. Everywhere you go, have your shoes on, ready to declare the gospel of peace. That the hostilities between the classes the races, the sexes, the walls have been torn down in Jesus. Now we all have access, equal access into God's presence. And he can and does call us all to different assignments, to different callings. But it's not based on our race. It's not based on our sex. It's not based on what, how much money you make, what kind, of, what kind of car you drive. God, that doesn't enter into the picture. It has to do with our hearts, where we are with him. Hey, this is Eddie Hyatt. I see I've run over the time I allot for myself. This is such this is so such important truth. I'm so glad you've joined me today. Uh, this is the Eddie Hyatt podcast. Check out my website, eddiehyatt.com. And I'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow.